Welcome back to Where the Magic Happens. Um, it's been a while. I mean, I always say like I feel like recording a podcast or keeping this consistent, but I just kind of want to share this in a voice memo rather than plan, you know, a whole thing, plug in my laptop and my mic when I've just usually come with um, come to terms with a lot of like concepts and things I'm processing or self-reflecting to a couple of my friends. And when I do that, sometimes I'm like, oh, I wish I was expanding this in a podcast or wasn't sending as long of voice notes um, where this could actually be a podcast just to like be listened to and for myself to kind of just process like vo- like verbally and vocally kind of what I would write in a journal entry. But it's just it just feels tedious for me to be like writing all my thoughts down. I feel like speaking it, I can kind of um, just add in as much as I want and fix kind of where my mind is like directing itself so basically I just kind of wanted to talk about what came to mind this morning and girl before I do it is finally there is sun there is sunshine outside it's so warm and I freaking hate um cold weather I don't know like my dream is to live in New York City and you know live and manifest and enjoy my life as a successful trailblazing actress in New York City in Manhattan and my favorite you know um, my favorite part of Manhattan like that's my dream and I love New York City like it's just so me and just like having a city where it's completely walkable is like everything to me and a public transportation service like subway I will just like oh gosh all we just need left is universal health care um no housing crisis you know housing justice y'all you know all the problematic stuff that we need to already have but anyway um New York City I would love you know in the summer the spring like just warm weather and 80 degree weather and up I saw this TikTok where it was like, identify your happy triggers and like 80 degree weather was listed. And I was like, me, it's literally like sunshine and warm weather. Yes, hot weather, but like warm weather, especially. And it's just something that is a happy trigger for me. It gets me up in the morning. It makes me want to go out. It makes me want to get things done. And of course, there's been summers where I've been like depressed and couldn't get up no matter how nice it was outside or how hot it was inside. But I definitely feel different where it's just like, oh, I'd rather live in that weather than my seasonal depression where now it's just completely in winter and autumn. So autumn in the city, again, wouldn't be as bad. But thinking of like cold weather and living in the city in cold weather or anywhere just makes me so sad. And I was just like, but also I can't afford LA and LA isn't such a walkable city you know, I mean, it's a, a a great hub for actors to go to, and there's, I don't know how the extent of opportunities goes, probably more than the city, but hopefully Netflix is moving itself to Brooklyn as it is, and everything's moving over to the city, I hope nowadays, but again, I know, like, as far as I know, auditions are still being primarily held in LA, so that's where, like, my predict- predicament is, but the decisive part of it is, like, the security and stability, where that's more so New York City, whereas um LA would be far more expensive and I I would need a car which is not gonna happen so not that I'm in a financially amazing state now but I'm definitely like been saving for the past year and a half um so I don't know if I've updated this podcast because I know it was like big on finding a job next and kind of just moving kind of myself in motion again and feeling stagnant and I definitely want, don't want to go back into that stagnance. And if so, I would want to hopefully do it differently now that I have like a little bit of savings. But um, I became a pharmacy technician and then also a COVID tester and now an immunizer. So I'm vaccinating people with Moderna at this pharmacy I work at. And it's definitely been an experience. And I do plan to leave hopefully this year depending on how the universe and the stars pan out um 
but I realized I definitely have been saving up. Maybe I could afford New York City if I had like two roommates. But I'm somebody who's like who just would love and need to live alone because I like things a certain way. I'm very, very cleanly and I want a fridge to myself. And I don't know, it's just like for my mental health and just I feel like that would motivate me getting more things done for myself um, than the energy of people in the room or the management in a shared room and things like that. I know that's sounding like I'm making it sound like so much, but I'm like, I'm really chill. I'm, I'm a really chill person. Like for me, when it comes to like living with people, I'm like, um, I don't care what your room looks like. I totally respect y'all. As long as it's clean and shared spaces, like bathrooms, kitchens, living spaces, sharing spaces, as long as that's clean, everyone kind of keeps up with themselves and with each other. And we share tasks, um, you know, no matter how extreme, like I would do more extreme cleaning tasks, but I wouldn't expect that of other people because I know other people do things differently or were raised in their own different ways. So I respect that as long as they have an approach to cleaning and I'll do my end where I'll just do my own additional stuff because that's more of like what I would prefer to do um, and, you know, have my attention on which is again something that I would like to have my own space with and you know I like I want to be loud I'm like not loud where it would be terrible to like neighbors and things through the walls but like you know have music on like film things like I would be wanting to do self-tapes in my place which is the whole point of me having my own place so I can really get into the gritty part of pursuing what I want to accomplish as an actress being able to you know get the ball rolling by doing the whole process of how you manifest like the role um but yeah so that's where again it's like oh god but my own place and then filming myself but then I probably would have to have roommates because I've been saving but apparently I realized um there are leases I forgot leases existed for a year I thought they existed for like there are three to six month leases um, cause I guess I was so used to people moving around so quickly or in such a short amount of time that I didn't think there were leases for completely up to a year, which every, almost every place has. So I don't have enough to reach that year, but we're going to try to manifest. You never know how life will pan out. There's a lot of, um, transits with Uranus around the summertime. So I'm hoping for some great stuff happening. Like, never been expected done before type stuff so hopefully it will be lifted up and I'll be in a really good place with myself to be able to um, be prepared and confident in what I'm going into and if not what I've learned so far um, in pharmacy and things like that is like no matter how anxious I am and how I feel like I can't accomplish something I just have to keep pushing and doing it like I have to just show up and do and speak out of breath or barely heard just because I'm anxious, because I'll still get the job done, like, I'll still get the things I need to get done done, and then I get to go home, so no matter how many times I've been anxious, and even anxious when I'm confident, or I've done things like monotony stuff, like, for so long, and I'm a pro, I'll still feel anxious about what I'm doing, and I'm like, is this a feeling as if I'm gaslighting myself, like, I'm gaslighting, even though I've been doing this for so long, and I'm great at it, and obviously other stuff that I know I'm in a space where I'm going to be growing and then get to that place where I'm a pro again so it's like girl why why my body got to feel this that's it feels like you know CPTSD or something like I genuinely am just like I swear sometimes my body and my brain is just like not wired to what I'm like experiencing but it's okay it's like energy like again I feel like it could just be um being influenced by other people's like energy just by standing there because you're an empath but needing to differentiate that it may be other people's energy and yours but then there's so many factors that gets involved so I just try to focus on one thing at a time so I don't like go so neurotic but yeah anyway so um I woke up today and I was thinking of this word like accumulate because I worked you know there it's just like this concept where people say after working so many years of something um, or of doing something, you have the experience to become more confident, 
um, someone who's more outspoken, someone who's more um, like a badass bitch, like that person you want to be, you know, that Aries energy. And I was like, I always like think of this where I have all that experience, though. I've had all that experience working at Starbucks, working at a movie theater, working in so many different places, the theater department, working in catering. Like I've done so much throughout the years but I just don't feel like attached to anything. Like I feel very detached where I feel like I've had all those experiences, but I still feel like every day is like washed away, like day one, as if it's completely a new day, but you're not attached to anything that has um, happened throughout all of your years of experience, you know? And it's something where... I felt like, why isn't this something that has evolved yet? Why haven't I become the woman I want to be where I've had all these years of experiences with like in customer service of people who are terrible and people who are amazing, um, but still has hesitate when I want to speak up, you know, speak up um, to my boss about like the environment in the room or a coworker or speak up to customers who are mistreating you and should not be speaking to you in that way and setting those boundaries and don't get me wrong I have done that successfully I have been able to do that but I haven't been able to do that like consecutively like consistently because it's just exhausting and then I just realized like especially in this TikTok they mentioned like you know you're really an adult and you're walking into a world out of college among so many like childish behavior but that's also an insult to children because <laughs> people are just like the way they are. Of course, like I've always known this, like it's just so frustrating when they're not as empathetic or as introspective and intelligent or as like um, they can't just like think for themselves or be self-sufficient. They just can't like even have an imagination of what other people would be going through. Like there's no respect, you know? And it's just, like, so disheartening and disgusting. And I've been used to this. Like, I've known this for so freaking long, you know, since, like, childhood, whatever. But um, I've I've definitely just, like, realized as I'm supposed to be calling an adult, I'm calling, I'm supposed to be calling myself as an adult. I'm, like, surrounded by, like, people who haven't been doing the work. And obviously not everyone's going to do it. They're going to do it on their own time. And a lot of people aren't aware of it. Some people are just on a surface level linear plane, which is just... It's just like terrible when you're in a position where you have to speak out and put people in their place because it could be exhausting like just like being somebody's like therapist for free or just like having to tell people what to do be their principal or their teacher or whatever you know so it's just like it's just so exhausting so um to be doing that to be speaking out and setting up for yourself it's not that I don't have a backbone but it's just exhausting to do all the time and it's just so many people like just so many people are not self-sufficient and it's just crazy even about people's medications like it's just crazy like if they can't if they don't receive it from other people from a service that's where it's been done for you they get so frustrated where they can't even like resolve it for themselves they just like project the frustration and the blame and the entitlement onto other people and it's just disgusting and I freaking hate it obviously fuck capitalism but like fuck like the lack of humanity especially during a pandemic especially to essential workers like these anyway there are good ones out there and there are bad ones and I think I just would I just would have thought of myself to have been more evolved now I guess um verbally and vocally because I thought that all those years of experiences, like I've done so many things in my life and sometimes I just don't have the memory to think of them or it just doesn't come up, come to mind because I'm just so present on today and focused on where I want to go next and try to make it happen as soon as I would wish for it to be. But um, I don't really like kind of attach myself to past things as I used to because I've definitely felt more detached because not that there weren't great things that have happened over the years I think that they're coming to the surface this year the more I've been like focused on myself working on myself like really investing in my 
present slash futures evolved self but there's just been so many experiences where I've or environments where I've been hurt and the second I'm hurt I immediately cut off distance myself from people or situations um and detach you know not that I don't confront people or situations but I'll like just completely detach and then I feel like I can't trust myself to trust somebody or open up again or let a new person in because the second I get hurt then I did just attach even more so it just becomes like that happening which I don't think is that I don't think it's terrible at all I think it's actually pretty great but I know it's a curse and a blessing because it's a curse just kind of having to close yourself off but then I feel like it's been positive because it's I've always you know been picky but with people I've never been that picky because I used to be such a people pleaser and I'm really glad that I'm picky now because I have boundaries. I can read people's energies, like behaviors, like with the second they walk into a room. Like, um, I know I could see the good in people and give people a chance, but I've learned from experience that like, you know, sometimes you could like love somebody, but then you may not be on the same vibration with them or you may not vibe with them in the same way. That I literally just have that in two different ways in the same way, like just the vibration thing, like you may not be compatible with somebody platonically and that can happen with a lot of people so that's totally fine I'm like I never take that personally like I'm never like hurt by that I think there's always like that potential of like of a friendship where it's like wait but like I really get on with this person even in conversation even you know our energies feel lifted when we're around each other but then it dies you know and or maybe there's like we're put in situations where it's just not vibing anymore or we're just not a match, which doesn't have to be a bad thing. It could be through a bad thing or like a bad interaction or, you know, something in detail or something specific may come up like, I don't know, um, like so if someone doesn't pay you back or like different little things that happen, just like everyday things. Um, well, not everyday things. I don't have that with my friends, but you know, just like those um, problems that come up when you're not with the right people or your people. So that's where I feel like it's not, I guess, a place of like hurt, but a place of like, I feel like almost like I betrayed myself or can't trust myself to again, I guess, not choose the right people, but like feel like this person is going to be in my life, you know, platonically, of course, and I'm so happy with, like, the friends I have in my life now, like, I've said this before in my podcast, it's been a huge focus, like, quality over quantity, but I think that letting, or growing up and as an adult and wanting to, like, kind of expand your friend group and your network and things like that, like, I can't do anything that's, like, acquaintances, I can't do anything that's, like, passive or like you see people like a couple times a year like for me if something's not active and present and someone's not physically present in my life and consistent and like you know someone you communicate with on a daily weekly if you're not that friends then you're not a friend period so that's definitely something I'm still um I'm still very confident in and it does suck to feel the detached feeling and then trying out, I guess, you know, different, you know, I don't know, just like trying new things, not new things per se, but like, <laughs> I don't want to say like trying new people because it's not like clothing or anything like that, but just like um, seeing how things would go. It feels like dating, but like for friendships, but I mean, I haven't done it recently. It's more so, I guess, when it happens like in the workplace or you know different things like that but nothing has really clung on and if it ever has it's something I would like I guess try out but then it would fail and then it comes to the point where it's like um do I have to do like a friend breakup again or can we come to terms would they be cool with like just not continuing which usually works either way but it's definitely like something where it's like I don't like to waste my time or energy so I don't think it's like a bad thing again but I just like hope that the people who are meant for me I let in and will just know to and won't feel that like regret of trying that again but then getting hurt because they're not somebody I was meant to be friends with or should have even allowed in at all 
or we're hurtful or we're just not compatible with, you know? So yeah, and you can't really like force that either. So I mean, of course you can't force that, but it's just like, uh, like it's like so, so interesting just like how to navigate the world and how, um, especially as an introvert extrovert, like I'm an introvert where I need to recharge my battery and stay at home and know I have control over being able to come home and kind of reprocess things, get myself in a state of mind of release and then um, re-energized. But I'm such an extroverted, which I realized from like trying to study a little bit of astrology where like I need like external things, new projects. I need to be around people, be social to recharge myself, like my energy to like just feel more confident. Like I feel like that does like fuel my confidence and it's just like something that is just like an extroverted thing that I need. And of course, in a pandemic, that hasn't been something that I've been able to do because, of course, you know, if even if you're somebody who's gone into work all the time or have gone to different places for it, the people you may be working with, you meet, you just don't feel that way, like that vibrancy with, um, which doesn't make it doesn't mean like there are anything, there's anything wrong with them. It's just they're not like your people to feel that vibrancy with where I would, where I would see like um, a couple of my friends or one of my friends like every week or as much as we can. But it's just like that vibrancy. Like I feel just like my highest self. I feel like the loud, um, talkative, fun, like confident, like takes initiative kind of Michelle like my version of myself that I love and who I know there to be when I have that balance of that extroverted energy and the introverted battery so that's something that I've learned that I actually really appreciated because um it's not that I can't like meet people on the go or meet people at parties and then just never see them again like and socialize like I'm fine with that I can't do small talks I freaking hate it but if there's in-depth talking introspective speaking I'm down for those conversations discussions and I don't have to leave the party being friends with those people like I'm totally fine with like not being friends with people no matter how much I vibe with them because I'm just very very independent but um I definitely don't want the detachment of trusting myself to open up like um ever have me push away the opportunity of meeting people who actually might be an active present part of my life maybe like a new best friend I would be thanking the heavens for having in my life maybe there for the rest of my life so that's where um my mind kind of drifts off to but right now I'm more so focused on myself and who is in my life and then more so my career because my career is my main focus like I'm not worried about all that stuff but I think everything will fall into place when everything that's meant for me or meant for you like in divine timing like like, I, I genuinely have this great feeling, and I don't know if it will happen or yet or not, but I have this feeling, you know, if I were to receive, um, like, a lead role in a film or a TV show, and you get to be amongst cast and crew who you love, sometimes it's a hit or miss in my experience, but when it's everybody you love, you just feel like you're finally with, like, your people, and you're obviously not going to be friends with every cast or crew you work with or leave the set with, um, but... I feel like it's something that I'm actually get, going to experience for the, for the first time. Like everything will feel like it's meant for me and it, it will all kind of happen. So um, yeah, if it happens this year, amazing. If not, it's fine. But I feel that feeling. And if not, it's fine. But um, I don't know. But anyway, so kind of the whole concept of me speaking this again into existence is I've I just, I think I would have expected all those years of experience um, would have accumulated by now for me to be someone who consistently feels confident in speaking back to people, like speaking up, like speaking, um, like setting the tone where you're taking your power back and you're dictating this interaction, this conversation. Like, of course, I've set boundaries and I've definitely exercised this with like, certain coworkers and customers but 
I haven't been able to do this so consecutively because of kind of the service that you have to provide. You still have to obviously follow through with or explain, but it's always kind of like being wary of when to be able to be this person when I wish I was those people who were like this all the time, like who are just like constantly vocal, will put people in their place and will still speak to them in a certain way even when they're not even sure of themselves maybe if they're even wrong but they never feel shameful of themselves they never feel bad about the way they're going about it because they are kind people and they do want to help you but then if you're just going to come in with like an attitude or a tone and put people down with that intention then they know how to like handle that and I want to be that kind of person who is able to navigate the room or an individual all the time constantly without losing energy within myself without feeling like I'm on the verge of crying when I want to speak and I want to feel like so calm and at peace and like it's just another thing like it's just like brushing brushing something off your shoulder like just like waving your hand and getting a mosquito out of your face like it feels like nothing you don't think twice about it it's just something that's so effortless at ease like casual that a lot of people, well, not a lot of people, but certain people are able to do that I wish I was able to do. And I've like, it sucks when you see yourself be that person, but you can't be that person all the time. But I would have thought like all those years of experience that people say you learn to be this. I wish that accumulated for me because I would have thought that I would evolve to be that version of myself. And, you know, maybe I am that version of myself just in the way I kind of um go in on it (laughs) I guess or don't really go in on it as much but um it's definitely like an interesting thing because I don't know it's just something that I would think hope would carry with me even when you're not behind the counter at work because it could just be like that psychology of it um but I haven't been have I haven't had that many experiences outside where that would finally come up where you could be speaking backing up and it's not that I haven't done that either. Like, I've definitely, like, voiced my concerns or voiced other people's concerns in situations where people will say, you're brave or courageous for doing this. And I'm just like, wow, this just feels like nothing to me. Like, and I still don't feel brave or courageous because I feel like this is just something that needs to have, like, be said or get done, no matter how frightening I may be. But I realize, again, no matter how frightened I may be or anxious, I still get things done, like serious things that need to get done or things that I may feel passionate about or feel like injustice with. Like, it's just frightening. It may take me a bit longer, but I do get things done or I do speak up. So it's just like, I wish I was an active speaker. I was just, I was just like someone who's ready to pounce, you know? (laughs) So yeah, so however things accumulate I hope I continue to evolve and be somebody like nobody fucks with like I want to be walking in the room people are afraid to mess with me but who I know I can like kind of speak and you know set the tone with it's something that when I got my hair done and my friend's aunt said you know she's experienced this as a hairdresser working in this really wealthy town like the way they degrade you and treat you and want things done as if like they're your job like they know what you're sh- you should be doing rather than like just being so appreciative and like of your work and your art and allowing you to do what you know what you do best um so she left that place and works in two other places and basically is almost her like her own boss it feels like she's definitely in a better company but she was speaking on like there are just too many people out there and you really set the tone and sometimes you just need your power back in that way and some people some adults need to be told like sometimes you'll say it and they're like oh my gosh like I didn't know I had to be said I never knew somebody needed to say that to me for me to come to these this awakening or whatever and of course that's like the obvious but sometimes it's like not and it's frustrating again but I love that she was sharing her experience and it's just like just so disheartening when you're like growing up getting older and you're like there's so many problematic people in the world and there still are um but you know at least my mental health you know sometimes feels better from the echo chamber of tiktok that's created all like the loving empathetic leftist um activism and great human human people (laughs) like i don't know human people in my tiktok are funny and share their experiences and just like share the realities of so many things 
So, um, just like-minded people, which is always, like, very nice. Because, you know, the argument of echo chambers aside, whatever, it's catered to you to think, like, the world is so inclusive when it's not. I think we're aware of that echo chamber, and I think it's fine because I've had... I have to experience the opposite, you know, in where I work and, you know, all around me. So I'm very well aware with living in the suburbs, especially, um, of the opposite, that that echo chamber isn't my only tunnel of vision, you know? So it's nice just to have like a community of people who are just, you know, brings back your faith in humanity. So yeah, anyway, So, again, with the um, concept of accumulation and evolution and evolving into your higher self, I definitely feel like that's finally cooking up this year. The more events that had to have been done um, that I won't speak about yet, but I definitely, like, showed up for myself for, no matter how difficult it was. But I definitely feel like that version of myself is slowly cooking up, like, that identity. And I'm going to be aligning more with myself because I feel like I just sometimes will feel that way and then drift away and then lose myself and go into, you know, a state of numbness again and detachment. But, you know, for now, for today or the past couple of days, I've actually been feeling something, especially since it's my days off. So while I feel this, I'm going to speak this, but I definitely feel like confident. I'm going to really, really pray that I can exercise more being vocal. And if I hesitate or feel like, I'm giving off that tone of hesitation in my voice to people that they can like speak down to. I just have to remember, no matter how anxious you are, just say the words, just speak it, just do it. And obviously do it within reason and however you feel is good timing too. So yeah, it just sometimes when I have to speak that way, it lowers my vibration. So I don't like to even speak to people like that. Sometimes there are boundaries to be made where I just want to speak and say, I am hanging up the phone because I don't respond to yelling or I'm going to leave this conversation because this is this is happening and it's not healthy for my state of mind so I'm I'm exiting the conversation or you know just kind of giving people direction I guess this is more of a version where it's like I guess it's the same thing like you're speaking putting people in their place of course but you have to give them directions. Am I a director now? Like, oh my gosh, like, didn't expect it. Thought I'd just be an actress on set. But, um, yeah, so, with the acting thing, though, you know, I've experienced so many experiences that would reaffirm that I would succeed or should have the faith and confidence that I would succeed in my performance that I just get anxious of, especially since I haven't actively been practicing or in a class or been like auditioning you know so something that I like would remember um not would remember but I remember this morning was like I worked on a student film in Brooklyn because I wanted to be a production assistant but it just wasn't you know something that was working out in my I guess for my journey and I think I've had so many different little experiences that I felt like weren't that amazing or something to be praised for because they haven't led to anything tangible like a tangible outcome of a successful career or something that's led to a full flower blossoming you know a full bloom like I felt like they're nothing there are a lot of things I've I've done like I've done a lot in my life and people will be like girl you've done so much but for me it feels like it's just like another thing like I'm unfazed like it's just something that anybody would do but nothing has come out of it to be well acclaimed for but I think the experience itself and the lessons that come from it definitely have but sometimes they don't come to like maybe even years later because I don't know I don't know it's just something like with the student film I just felt like so comfortable on set like I had so much fun yeah the pay was shit and they tried to jib me from not paying me but then I had like the receipts or created my own receipts because I organized the receipts where everyone should get paid and then lost mine I was like hell no this is where I stood up for myself and I got paid immediately but um I actually felt really comfortable on set I had fun and I felt that way even doing um work as an extra on so many shows and I don't know if I've done been an extra on a film or something but I definitely done shows but I felt comfortable on set, you know, and again, it could be because you're waiting there for hours. So a lot of the energy is being killed through that time. 
And there have been instances where you're, people will come up to you and be like, okay, I'm going to give you a speaking line or the camera's going to be, you know, on you now. And you get kind of like a little, like, um, you get a little sample of what if this was like a lead recurring role or things like that. And you get nervous, you get anxious, and then I start getting in my head thinking I'm like, I just get imposter syndrome and thinking I'm going to be terrible in a performance, a terrible partner. Um, so that's where my head goes at. And sometimes those opportunities will be taken away from you when you feel that way. Sometimes they won't be. On set, I've had that happen once where I didn't communicate that. But the second I started feeling that way, um, I just immediately was focusing on performance I was ready to give. And then it was kind of taken away from me. So for like a shittier performance, but that's like another story for another show that happens. Um, and that was just, again, like as extra work, but which is amazing still. I'm not trying to give a negative connotation to it when I say it, but I'm just like, I was just like a little petty at the time. I don't feel like bad about it now, but at the time I was like, wow, I was ready to deliver this whole performance for this serious thing. And then they gave it to like a couple other, this like other group of people who kind of made it more of like a parody. And I was like, oh no, I mean, I won't, I don't hate on people. Like I would just give them the direction of like, this is a serious matter. So just make sure you're responding to this seriously rather than the parody of it because you're caught up in the moment you know so I never am somebody to show on actors I've actually been really good at like directing actors and building people up and enhancing their performance and their qualities because I can kind of like have an eye for it and reading for it of people's energies and the way to expand that and finding the right this is more in your own homework time finding the right terminology to really bring that out but also reaffirming like if somebody's failing they're still succeeding in some sort of way in performance because what they're feeling and experiencing is real. It's just how they're going to transition that into the work that needs to be kind of conveyed. But it doesn't necessarily mean it's wrong. But if something's so like stretched out, then that's something that you can, as a director or coach or somebody can just tune for you, just finely tune for you, and you could still be an effective actress, actor. So I don't think anyone is a failure if they were to pursue it. I believe in so many people, and I get so excited watching people perform, especially, like, new people to acting. Like, my favorite thing in college was I may not have been an acting major, and I was a major in theater studies, but I still say that I'm an acting major because of the work I would do on my own time and just like I guess my wish and wanting of it even though I wish I auditioned more but rejection is protection like best believe I'm glad I did not get that major in that university but what I did learn from like doing like introduction to acting classes I even fought for myself to get a film acting class even though it was only for majors like I did that I really fought for that and I really got into that class like I don't know how I did that with the fear or hesitation or anxiety, but I did that for myself. So there are so many things in life that I have done once in a sprinkle of a moon, but um, I have to remind myself that happens, like those were tangible things. So um, what I've loved in college or in high school was when other majors would join an intro to acting class just to get an easy elective out of the way because they always would think it'd be an easy A when it would it wouldn't like people would think acting is a joke to major in because it's easy or easy A like it's not easy like y'all like some people will say that and I'd be like laughing I'm like you don't even know you don't even know even if you're great you're not guaranteed an A so sit down be humble because no so in my intro to acting class like seeing like people from so many different majors like try acting out it gets me so excited because I feel like I get to see people be like their inner child I get to see all the potential all the like the vibrancy the creativity things that come to them that would be so different from somebody who does it every day sometimes you need to refresh in something and step away to kind of like you know recharge yourself find your love again for the passion the work and find new ways to make your choices and sometimes you get lost in that because you're you fall into like maybe the monotony of as if it were to be like another part-time customer service job which you never want to feel like I'm I think I'm afraid of feeling that way but I know like I'm trying to focus on manifesting an environment that's very very healthy positive and everybody who has a great work ethic is very 
like respectful and supportive where even if you feel like you're at your lowest or you're incompetent they're there to support you and they know you're not that and if you even if you are they will give you the support or services for that like how many tiktokers or people from the internet who have never done acting given the opportunity to and have been terrible or not you know they're always offered I would imagine like casting coaches on set so I'm like you know what they're just gonna hire somebody because I'm amazing and if I can't come through there's gonna be there somebody though to support you so I think that's how it should be but again it depends like again you have to be doing the work it's not something where I'm like oh if somebody like doesn't give a fuck and is that terrible coworker who inconveniences people then if you're an inconvenience then inconvenience is in a, in a way where you're intentionally inconveniencing people like you want to be slacking off like I get it if you want to slack off like capitalism fuck that but if you're inconveniencing everybody else where we still have to show up and get all these things done and now people have to take on the work and feel exhausted and you're getting away with that then that's where I'm like no that shouldn't be accommodated for and the hardworking ones who are the ones who I mean they should be surprised to provide that support so, um, yeah, that's just for that matter aside, but, um, there are just, like, so many people I get so excited for, and when I see them, like, I've seen people, like, feel not confident in themselves, like, having other people watch them perform, like, athletes and stuff, but I get so excited because I can see how amazing they are, how entertaining they can be, and or have been, and the choices they made, even if it's for, like, a millisecond in class, in that one class out of all of them, I'm just, like, I get so excited, like, I'm at the edge of my seat, like, I get, like, I don't know what the feeling is, but I just, like, I feel just, like, so much hope, or, like, I'm on a playground, and I, you know, it's just so much great play, and you get to watch people play and be a part of it, and I felt like I've definitely had more confidence working amongst those people, and not because, like, I felt in any way in comparison, like, I felt better, or in com- like, a bit more experienced, not at all, I just felt like I was in a safe space, like, I was in a safe space, Oh, maybe that's why I'm coming. Sometimes I come to the realization of things the more I speak on something. Um, but yeah, so I definitely felt like I was, I feel like I'm more in a safe space amongst people who are especially new to something because I feel like we all are in a space to learn and there's no pressure or judgment. There is more than enough time for growth. And when you're with people who want to do well, it's great. It's amazing because when you're around people who don't give a fuck or don't want to do well, it's like shitty. Um, but those who want to do well, like it's fun. And you can like not give a fuck either and just do it. I'm not saying like you're pe- you're necessarily somebody who doesn't give a fuck because plenty of people went into that class and didn't give a fuck. But they didn't like hate on everybody. Like they were some they were like really kind people still like they weren't inconveniencing any- every- anybody like they were just going along with it and being chill either in their own performance or as a partner and it was just kind of funny just how at ease they would be or um how out of somebody's head you can be like just being able to not be in your head because you're not taking it seriously and that's what makes it so much fun and that's what kind of like that's what actually gives you great performances as well and some people will just be hilarious with it you know so and it's usually that breaking point where people kind of experience that in the beginning of like an intro to acting class and then they move into taking things seriously and finding their own footing and it's not always from like a technique or training that's being like done for them like some classes did provide that and other classes didn't Uh, because the professor like for the specific class I'm thinking of like just like was like really nonchalant just so chill barely graded and things like that but it's like seeing people kind of create their own footing and it was just like so fun it's so freeing to watch and it makes you feel so happy and of course, you may be self-conscious yourself walking into it because you're still performing, of course, and you have your own self-critical part of yourself that's happening. But I definitely felt like better around um, people who weren't in the major while performing because I just had so much freedom and so much comfort, not comfort where it's like you can't get out of something because you're stagnant, but comfort in your felt. It's like that like technique where your voice and your muscles have to be relaxed because it'll hinder you in a performance because they will get in the way of you saying the lines or or making choices or being at ease and one with your partner in the environment to really move around make and make kind of instinctual um choices that you would make just as a human just as that character with somebody and not everything so being so calculated or 
blocked and things like that. So um, when you have that ease in your muscles and your voice and everything, you feel more freeing as an actor, which is something I have to work on because um, vocally I meant more for film and TV. I would love to work on I will have to afford to do voice lessons because sometimes when I'm anxious, I get out of breath. I can barely speak properly. Um, I'll speak in a very like high-pitched or it sounds like I can't breathe or I'm shy or something, which I hate. And my muscles tense up where it does get in the way only if it's like anxiety because it, you know, the brain and mental illness will cause certain happenings to your body physically that you can't control or you need time to control so that's something that I work on um but I know if it happens you still you still have to just push to it you just still just do it you know um but there's no shame that it doesn't mean it'll like shit on your performance but um yeah that's something I've had to deal with but thankfully there's mics and tv and film and the muscle thing at least there's always time in between where you get to calm down or sometimes I just have to have a good poop and then I'm good but it depends again it's trial and error, it's case study to case study, or I don't know what the saying is, but when it happens, it happens, it's kind of like, just keep pulling, pushing through, just keep trying to say the lines through it, have your intentions, having to do your work through it, but yeah, anyway, I went on a tangent, but I love watching people perform, and I hope that I can, again, evolve and be the person who's enjoyable to watch, and where it's enjoyable for me to perform, and I definitely felt more comfortable having that experience being an extra on set and doing work as a production assistant, doing a, a bundle of things. Um, and yes, of course, close up, given the opportunity, I'll still get nervous and anxious and all this jazz. But I feel like I have to reground myself and remember, like, I've been comfortable in this setting before. Like, I have to have more faith in myself. Like, I'm going to be an amazing actress because I'm already comfortable on set or being around a set. Like, I'm not starstruck by it. Like, I have like complete you know comfort to it and respect for it where I think when I come in with acting it'll feel like not a job or work or anything like I'll love it and enjoy and have fun but I'll be able to feel confident in like walking in and knowing that I have what I need to get need to have done and everything will come in the moments like working moment to moment and I've definitely also learned this from like watching the Outer Banks cast because I feel like they've they're the most ground, they're the most down to earth grounded people I've ever seen as a cast and crew. Like they're all so close with each other. They're all they all work well with each other. They all are so compatible. They they're like the perfect epitome of like they're the epitome of they're your people as a cast and a crew like you've met your people like they were meant for you like just seeing them behind the scenes and even on screen you can just tell like everyone has such great chemistry like there's not a dull day and if there is they have each other's back like it's so healthy it's like I just want healthy 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 of course but um one can dream but like I've seen where they be in their trailers and then where my neurotic state would be like constantly rerunning my lines, re-rehearsing, like just going crazy with the practice when too much can be a bad thing. Whereas they would go through lines like maybe, not saying all the time they would do this, but one person did this once, only once, where they were in the trailer, they were going through lines the same day of. And I was like, girl, you're doing this right now. And I was like, wait, she's mad chill though. Um, and but because she, she was able to do other things that she enjoyed on set like she was able to do things outside of the work that she can recenter and refocus on and bring to life when it calls for it you know rather than where I would be you know anxious and self-critical and imposter syndrome everything and like hurting myself kind of like when you're anxious and about something that hasn't yet happened it's like you're spending all your energy when it hasn't yet been faced to happen so I would watch them they would usually just like get to bond and just hang out and just have fun just chill back and then pop into a scene and then leave the scene and then it's not like not like they're not working hard of course they're all working hard they're completely amazing and I've seen them done the work um but they're able to kind of just like chill on set be comfortable like hang around and not be so glued to their scripts not be so glued to 
rehearsing their body for the performance and things like that like they do that of course but they don't do that in the neurotic state that I feel like I would do myself in but I think you have time and you have ease with it because again you are only only filming like maybe one to three scenes a day which I have to keep reminding myself because I'm used to like I guess plays and things and having to pull through the whole thing um which I've done before, but, like, successfully, and I was anxious with, but then my friend would be like, no, I could not even tell, so, yeah, sometimes I couldn't, re- I could sense where it hinders me in a, like, in a performance or something, maybe this one monologue I did at the top of the show was not hitting it because of that, but then the rest of the show, I was, like, I, I just felt so at ease or felt better, if I did feel a little anxious, it was okay because I was still pulling through, and, you know, have moments of fun, but definitely the way the Outer Banks cast um, dynamic is, is something that I want to be able to achieve as that accumulated evolved version of myself. Like, I think that ease, I want that ease and comfort. And of course, you're going to experience your mental illness, but being able to manage it and not even just manage it, but like live with it. Not that I haven't been living with it, but it's like, you're still strong and can be vocal and even if you sound like hesitant or resistant or whatever you're still doing it like everything will like you know what's it called sandpaper itself out like every all the rough edges will be smoothened i promise you so yeah that's something i needed to hear if i were to listen back to this podcast episode and anybody else needed to hear that there you go so (laughs) um yeah so is there anything else to add i just feel really happy this morning that i found comfort in knowing that i'm comfortable on a set so hopefully that will align with me being comfortable with performing and confident and it's exciting and fun so yeah we'll see what happens next and hopefully this was relatable or something was taken out from this for anybody listening um i hope you enjoyed this episode of where the magic happens i'm i hope i can continue this as like a season two or i can go back to podcast episodes and there's been a definitely a lot of like heaviness with where i've been in the past few months where i could kind of come back to and journal verbal entry it into this podcast um but again, I feel like nowadays, like with the podcast, it kind of is, I guess, whatever kind of comes to the surface. And if I feel the will and like the passion to record it. So, um, yeah, I don't know if there'll be weekly episodes. I can't promise you anything, but um, I definitely want to speak more of kind of my thought processes that I do with my friends to myself and to anybody here because I think it's just a really cool concept of just doing a podcast and having episodes that are self-reflective um to kind of come back to or not like I don't go back to my past podcast episodes at all maybe someday I'll I can listen to myself back with that timing and the dark ages of 2019 but I feel pretty happy about today and hopefully my mood stays this way throughout the day um I'm going to work out, I'm going to walk my dog Charlie, and it's going to be a good day. So I hope you all have a good day, and we'll see y'all, you'll hear me maybe next time, hopefully soon, on Where the Magic Happens. Thank you so much for listening. If you've listened this far, I appreciate it. All right, bye.